Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters, including our loyal patron, Jesse, and by Curtsies and Bows. Tonight, we'll read the opening to Mr. Midshipman Easy, an 1836 novel by Frederick Marriott, a retired captain in the Royal Navy. The novel is set during the Napoleonic Wars, in which Marriott himself served with distinction. At 14, the naive Jack Easy leaves the luxury of his family estate in England and sails into the world of adventure aboard the sloop of war HMS Harpy. At first, Jack finds it hard to bear the discipline of naval life and is always getting himself into trouble. But soon he is bravely taming a band of mutinous seamen as the harpy chases Spanish ships on the Mediterranean. This episode is dedicated to our many listeners who have requested Royal Dahl stories. Alas, he is not in the public domain yet for us to read. However, this particular author was listed as a literary influence on Dahl. So this episode is dedicated to two listeners who requested Dahl most recently, Amelia from the podcast 1-800-DREAMS, which is spelled dreams with two Z's, if you want to give them a listen, and also Jesse from Australia. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. 
relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1 which the reader will find very easy to read. Mr. Nicodemus Easy was a gentleman who lived down in Hampshire. He was a married man and in very easy circumstances. Most couples find it very easy to have a family, but not always quite so easy to maintain them. Mr. Easy was not at all uneasy on the latter score, as he had no children, but he was anxious to have them, as most people covet what they cannot obtain. After ten years, Mr. Easy gave it up as a bad job. Philosophy is said to console a man under disappointment, although Shakespeare asserts that it is no remedy for toothache. So Mr. Easy turned philosopher, the very best profession a man can take up, when he is fit for nothing else. He must be a very incapable person indeed, who cannot talk nonsense. For some time, Mr. Easy could not decide upon what description his nonsense should consist of. At last, he fixed upon the rights of man, equality, and all that. How every person was born to inherit his share of the earth, a right at present only admitted to a certain length that is about six feet, for we all inherit our graves and are allowed to take possession without dispute but no one would listen to Mr. Easy's philosophy. The women would not acknowledge the rights of men, whom they declared always to be in the wrong, and, as the gentlemen who visited Mr. Easy were all men of property, they could not perceive the advantages of sharing with those who had none. However, They allowed him to discuss the question while they discussed his port wine. The wine was good, if the arguments were not, and we must take things as we find them in this world. While Mr. Easy talked philosophy, Mrs. Easy played patience, and they were a happy couple, riding side by side on their hobbies and never interfering with each other. Mr. Easy knew his wife could not understand him, and therefore did not expect her to listen very attentively. And Mrs. Easy did not care how much her husband talked.